Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, Season 3, Episode 7. And we are joined by the boys, Ben and Ryan. And uh, Ryan is actually, t- uh, he's on mute at the moment because uh, he's in a very busy lobby in uh boys, I'll in tell Toronto. you what, lads, if you're, list- if you're listening to this podcast, these boys are so bossy, it's crazy. I've <laughs> bossy? He's, work- he's doing the podcast from a club. Three Mate, times can you, can I have hear, to mute every joking, time bossy. I keep my mouth shut. Can, Bossy can voice. That's can what I'm you saying. Hear the background noise. Mate, it's a podcast. We can't do it in a fucking nightclub, right? Yeah, Jesus. Bloody hell. Uh, but anyway, Ryan's Jesus. in Toronto. Tor- uh, why are you in Toronto, Ryan? Yeah. Tell us all. So yeah, on holiday. Um, well, I was supposed to be on holiday. I say that hardly on holiday. We've, we've been working non-stop today, to be honest with you, um, because of the Graham Potter news. Um, but yeah, going up the CN Tower in a bit, so it should be good fun. Um, but yeah, Amazing. no, Toronto is a lovely place. I'm very, I'm very. Uh, very impressed with the place. I haven't been to Canada before, so it's really nice. Well, I, I haven't been to Canada, Canada either, so I'm, I, I do want to hear about all your travels when you get back. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, well, as Ryan's mentioned, Graham Potter, Graham Potter has left, and my dog's now starting to cry, which is always good. Like all of us. What a great start. Like everyone, the whole Brighton fan base have all been very, very upset today. So, yeah, you know, without. Everyone knows, yeah, Graham Potter has left for Chelsea, taking Billy Reid, Bjorn Hamburg, and Bruno, which we will talk about, as well as Ben uh, goal- Roberts and as well. Ben Roberts, yeah, goalkeeping goal coach, Ben Roberts, oh. and assistant head of recruitment, Carl McCauley, which Crazy. is another one I was, we're going to discuss as well. Um, so some really, really key figures uh, have left the club today, which of course is is huge, huge to us and yeah, quite frustrating. So Ben, we'll start with you first. Yeah, just talk us through, like from 11am yesterday, hearing about Tuchel going to now. Just talk us um, through. Immediate thoughts were when I saw the news of him being leaked, I thought it's just going to be the same thing. Like silly owners are going to overlook Potter like they always do. But, and then in the back of my mind, I was like, well, this, hold on a second. This guy's a new owner. He probably wants to make a big statement. He wants to be there for the long term and probably wants to do a long term project and change the way Chelsea have been in the past instead of doing just hiring managers to win trophy for one year, two years, and then mm. sack. So then as the day went on, I was like, oh, this could actually happen because. That's what Potter's going to want to hear. He's going to want to hear that he's going to be given five years or whatever to be able to make the project work at Chelsea and properly change them and have a new generation of Chelsea players and Chelsea football and be there for the long term. So, yeah, he's obviously said that to Graham and Graham. And I, you know, I can't blame him. I'm very disappointed, but I can't blame him for taking the job. Yeah, 100%. And, and Ryan? <sighs> I, I don't know because... I'm disappointed and I don't want to just be like really negative. Um, I think the the thing that's really gotten to me is Bruno and um, Ben Roberts. Ben Roberts. I'm sorry if there's beeping, by the way. All of a sudden, someone's decided to like reverse up into the road next to us. Um, that probably put me off. But no, uh, the, the, that's probably the most disappointing thing is the fact that Bruno's gone. I, I really, really, really didn't see that coming. And I, I saw that Jack actually put in the group chat saying that he was going to go. And I just did not believe him for a minute. But yeah, he actually has. Um, I think Graham Potter, we knew it was coming because it's obviously been in the, in the news for a bit now. Um, I mean, it was always going to go to a big four club, right? It was always going to happen. Um, but did you think it was going to happen when he was linked yesterday? Did you think, no, they were just uh, overlooking? Uh, yeah, I did, yeah, I did, yeah, I did uh, to be honest. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't I did. do it. I saw it come in, unfortunately. I just think that the, the Bowley thing is the, the amount of sort of uh, relationship, the working relationship we've had with Chelsea in the last few months has been too obvious to not go through. I think the Bowley. Um, clearly has been tapping up Potter in the last few weeks um, mm. probably a few months actually uh, since the Kukurea deal it all seems to add up now um, there's no way that this has just happened in the last couple of days this has been an ongoing process over the last couple of months and it's it's clearly yeah. the case um, it, it's, it's, it's a shame like you know he's the, he's the greatest manager this club's seen um, but unfortunately the, the way it's happened the timing of it is very 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 annoying so on that basis I can't bring myself to look back on on how he's been I just I just want to move on at the moment and that's the only thing that's in my head is just move on uh, you know maybe in six months time I can look back but at, at the moment I just want to I just want to move on to the next man to be honest um, um, of course we are, we are going to get on to all the managerial potential candidates that we have as a, as, a, as a long old list but yeah no just to answer your question Ben um, in terms of did I see it coming like as in as soon as it got announced as soon as Tuchel got uh, announced that he that he was sacked I was like yep yeah, straight away Potter's going to be the number one uh, the he's the best coach slash manager in the league 
outside of Pep, Klopp, you know, the, the, the top, you know, three yeah. managers, he is the best out there. Uh, you know, he's proven in the Premier League. He's got us playing some incredible football. And I was like, straight away, yep, yeah, he's going to be linked. And that was cool. I was like, no worries. But then, but then I was a bit like, okay, I had a bit of faith. I had a bit of hope. I was like, I don't think you'll leave. You know, I think, I think we'll be all right, boys. And then, and then literally about, I think it was about six hours later, I saw that, um, uh, the tweet from, I think Fabrizio or someone or Ornstein saying he's been given permission to speak to them. And I was like, okay, cool. So then that, and then that was it. I was like, fuck's sake, here we go. I imagine um, he definitely, I imagine he had a clause in his contract saying like, if a top big six yeah, club so comes calling, then he's I want to talk about, I want to talk about this and I'm sure you're both aware of this. So, there is, there's, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Tony Bloom has actually said this, and he said it on, on multiple occasions, that if oh, anyone right. gets approached, like Kuk- same with Kukurea, uh, Basuma, I believe as well, basically anyone that uh, wants to come and speak to our, our players or managers, they, 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 are, they allow that, they actively allow it, because they say that down the line, it's just, you know, yeah, what will be, will be. So, yeah, what, 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 Ryan, let's start with you. What what are your thoughts on that approach? Because I, I, I want to ask you a follow-up question on this. But just initially, what what's your thoughts on this approach by Tony Bloom that he allows basically any staff member to be approached? I think it's a, a good sign from Bloom because he appreciates what we are. I, he realises that we're not a big club. At the end of the day, right, if you're working for whoever you're working for, if you're offered a promotion, why wouldn't you take it? I think that's the that's the way that Bloom probably looks at it. You've got to be able to allow someone to talk to someone else. I mean, say, for example, Lad Bible messaged me tomorrow and I'm still working for Brighton at the time. You're going to be like, well, I've got to talk to Lad Bible and see what's happening because you've got to do it. And the same way as if you're, at, I don't know, Man City or you know Liverpool or whoever you're at, if you if you're getting the next offer, the next best opportunity, you've got to do it. And ultimately, you know, I think that Graham Potter is is capable of potentially managing a Barcelona or something crazy in the future. He's one of the only English managers to be able to do it. Um, so I can see why he would want to take that next step. But I do worry for him, for his sake. It could be a little bit premature in taking this move. I just feel like he's he's still very young, and it's a big poison chalice in the in the past anyway. Uh, and they've got a, they've got a big fan base, Chelsea. You know, if you upset them, they may not be the kindest back. And he wasn't very no, good with taking true. the criticism at Brighton at times. That's very true. Yeah, uh, and Ben, what was the question? <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck's sake with Tony with Tony Bloom's approach of letting you know staff oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. members um, and, yeah it's what, ballsy it's ballsy yeah. for sure because then it's like it's basically him saying look I, I trust my players that if obviously if they do want to go mm. they're going to go but if he's confident enough for that they're probably not going to leave and we've seen it with Potter's turned down a few jobs now I've heard that he did interview at Man United in the summer obviously didn't work out there maybe United just didn't get on with what they were offering um, turned down Spurs a couple of years ago when they were in absolute shambles. So it has worked in the past and it's ballsy, but mm. yeah, obviously in this occasion it's just really not yeah. worked out. Because I, I, I guess I, I guess you would, I guess it stops you from having a player that you well that wants to leave, but you want to keep. Obviously, mm. you don't you don't really want that. You don't want someone a sour in the camp, do you? you? Don't want a player that's being imprisoned in your club like that. So I think that yeah. doing that. Um, avoids that situation. No, hundred percent. I, I think yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to it. Like, I I I completely agree with like with the point Ryan made. It's like if someone comes to, um, approaches you and you want to speak to them, it's, uh, if the club went, if the club went, no, you're not allowed to speak to them. I'd be like, well, what? Like, what the hell? Like, you're not giving me an opportunity to have a chat. So I, I definitely agree with what Ryan says on that on that side of things. Um, and I and I, I I think there's definitely more pros to it than than cons because ultimately, if again we've we've touched on it, it's keeping your workforce happy, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's that. That's the ultimate thing. If you keep, if you're restraining people and not allowing them to move on with life, then you know you're sort of keeping an unhappy man. I, I don't think that you, know, you say, say if it was a, a club like I don't know, an Everton or something bigger club than us, but not necessarily higher standing, then I would get why they would say, "Why do you want mm. to do that?" But because it's a Chelsea, or if it was a even a Liverpool, if, if Klopp managed to get sacked or something, you know, I understand it because it's an upgrade on him and, and it's not for clearly that Potter could just not refuse I mean yeah. he's got an unlimited transfer budget uh, supposedly he's, he's loved by this chairman and he's obviously a big part of this next big project and he's going to be potentially the man to let's face it be a revolutionary manager in Chelsea's history which is crazy to even think about it's a massive proposition for him and I can't blame him it, it, I think right. it's a mass- the massive opportunity for Potter was to work under a chairman that he likes and that has faith in him 
because mm. Potter's always said and been so open about working with Tony Bloom and how good it is to get on with the chairman and have a really good relationship with the chairman. Clearly, Todd's, or, yeah, sorry, Todd, not Ted. <laughs> yeah, Todd's um, got that great relationship with Potter. I mean, Todd's obviously shown how much faith he is, uh, faith he has in him, and how much he likes him. So, I guess yeah. it's a no-brainer for him. Yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. And, and I, I think as well, um, with, with regards, just the final thing on the, on the whole that you know, letting Bloom, letting people approach approach them. Um, I think it's yeah, it, it's definitely a, a thing of ultimately, if you want to leave, you're going to leave. So you might as well speed up the process. It allows both parties to actually then you know continue, have a contingency. Like Brighton now, now now can well probably since yesterday, sorry, since since yesterday afternoon have been looking for a, for a replacement, which like I said, we will get onto. But it just gives it allows them just to get on with it and like Ryan said just look to the future rather than sort of dwindle or, or, or on the on the present um, and the next question I've got and we'll start with you Ben um, what impact does this have on Brighton and Albion in the short term so the immediate future which is let's say this season and then long term of, of not having Graham Potter at the helm it's quite it's quite a massive impact isn't it like I was just looking at Brett Mendoza's tweet here. So since June, we've lost a technical director, head coach, assistant head coach, first team coach, club legend, goalkeeper coach, head of recruitment, player of the season, best player, top goal scorer. Um, it's going to have a big, big impact. When your manager normally comes in, they normally bring two of them. That's they, scary, isn't it? Scary. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's bonkers. Literally, Brett's words, it's bonkers. It's not something that... Um, it's not something that's going to affect us in a positive way, that's for sure. It's going to take a long time for us to kind of rebuild... When we get another manager in, how many people was he going to bring in? I don't know. If, they don't normally bring in loads and loads of people, but I mean, whoever we bring in is going to have to. I think we've still got Jack Stern, who was the um, former Brighton keeper, wasn't he? And he done had a spell in America coaching out there. So we've still got him. Uh, looks like Croft is going to be in charge against Bournemouth with Lalana and um, was it Shannon Ruth as well? Uh, is going to be the yeah, assistant Shannon coach Ruth. for Crofts. Um, yeah, yeah. How long those guys last in charge? I don't know. It, it mass, it's going to massively come down to who we get in and also I think it's kind of a blessing in disguise that this Palace game has been called off because it gives us even more time yeah. to prep yeah to get yeah. a bit of a blessing in disguise and you know there's the, the, addressing the elephant in the room if Her Majesty passes away there's a, there's a potential that even the games this weekend might get called off mm. that you, we just never know what yeah. will happen so it's a bit yeah they've at least they, well, they've got time uh, especially with this Palace game being called off yeah, no, definitely. And uh, Ryan, what, what do you think the the short term and the long term impact of Potter leaving is? I, I think it's massive. To be honest, uh, I fully back Bloom. I, I don't I don't disagree with Bloom, uh, but I do worry. As you say, yeah, we've lost a lot of people. I, I think losing Bruno and losing uh, Bear Roberts, you've lost a lot of soul as well as the, the personnel, as well as the actual coaching staff themselves you've lost a lot of soul in that that club you've lost a lot of brighton and that is a worry obviously going forward especially in the in the short to long term because short to medium term should i say just just because you don't know how these next managers are going to come in and take this club because before we could say look we're going to go to Bournemouth or we're going to go to Palace and we're going to go and we're going to dominate this game we're going to go and play them off the park but now if we don't potentially have a manager for Bournemouth if we do have a decent manager ahead of Palace you don't know their next steps you don't know how those players are going to react and you know I've seen that Gallardo's been linked I've seen that Pochettino's been linked I've seen we've been linked to so many managers but there's still no guarantee that they come in and can get the players playing like they did with with Graham Potter because at the end of the day we had a world-class manager and we have to have a world-class ability coach to come in and replace him and it's a bold thing to say as a Brighton fan yeah no 100% and um, with regards to that uh, the you know, there's been a lot of talk around this whole saga. Obviously, people have started to doubt. I've seen a few people doubting Tony Bloom and Paul Barber. They're saying, like, is there problems at the top that this has been allowed to happen? Um, no. Let's start with you, Ben. It, do you think that's fair, that, that comment? I've seen a few people making those comments. Do you think that's no. fair? No, not at all. I think they, it seems like they've got a really great relationship, him, Paul Barber, Tony Bloom. Like, It looks like the best relationship you could have with the chairman and CEO at a football club. You don't really see that sort of trio of brotherhood that they seem to have and well at least it, at least Brighton show that um, it might be a bit different behind the scenes but I really really highly doubt it um, so no it's got nothing to do with him having a falling out like if anything no 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 like, totally sorry, sorry I don't know if I, I don't know if I explained the question probably in, in terms of their leadership like people are doubting their leadership now as in the reason why Potter left and all the other people have left is because at the top basically the top hasn't been managed properly and that's filtering through down um, do you think that's the case 
two factors maybe i don't know graham might be disappointed dan ashworth left because uh, i think dan ashworth was the one that really got well got graham potter into brighton and was the big fan of graham potter since dan ashworth was at england uh, maybe that could be a factor and also then again not being backed massively in the transfer yeah, market like, it's, pu- transfer. it's public knowledge that we mm. went for a couple of strikers we nearly we tried to get uh julian alvarez on loan from city as part of the cucurella deal that fell through um who was the other guy that we that we didn't oh, get uh, as well Kwame? some yeah which shows that we were trying to get another striker for danny welbeck and we didn't do that so maybe he's disappointed in that as well um i'm worried because it seems like graham potter's pa- uh, papered over quite a few cracks He's, he's that good that he's made Danny Welbeck look unbelievable, be a pinnacle of our of our team. Like we laugh, but it's true. No, it's true. Can another manager come in and make Danny Welbeck a very, very good that's, player? That's for what us? I'm saying, mate. That's the thing. I mean, you're, you're looking at uh, we have to have a replacement world class manager. We have to look yeah. at someone that's got that caliber. Otherwise, you know, you've lost a big, big figure. I mean, losing losing someone that's got the capabilities that, that Potter's had to, to play the way that we have been in the last six months is bold. We've been playing right at the back at the best of times. We've, we've gone to a back four and still been okay. We've got players that can play out of position and be so versatile. We've had a team that's been so free yeah. for such a long period of time. What other manager to, would put Alex, Alexis McAllister in that deep role? Like, whatever, What manager would what think I mean, about doing like, that? And because we have lost Kukwea and Basuma and Nope, etc., the list goes on seemingly the amount of players we've lost recently, we've lost a lot of quality. And I'm not saying we haven't got quality in the team, but we had a lot of sort of unity this season as opposed to quality. Uh, whereas we don't have that out-and-out talisman now. And I don't doubt any of our players because I wholeheartedly want our players to really, really push on from this. But the, the impact amongst the squad, I mean, you saw Alexis McAllister's interview. You could tell he looked this, very, very disappointed. He looked heartbroken, to be honest. And I think, um, you know, that, that, could, that could affect them because losing a manager like him, it will be, it will be a shame. And, and, and you wouldn't expect, you wouldn't be surprised even if he does go into the January window and says, look, I want to sign Moises Caicedo to Chelsea. No, I want to sign yeah, that, that's to the one Chelsea. I imagine. I can imagine the Moises Caicedo, yeah. maybe not any other. I think it's probably too late for Dunk, too late for Pascal Gross and Danny Welbeck. I've made the joke, but mm. yeah, I think Moises Caicedo would be the one. Yeah, and also as well, um, uh, Ryan. Actually, that brings me on quite nicely to, to a point. Actually, you remind me. In terms of, I just want one, one thing from both of you, uh, and that is, yeah. what's the biggest thing that we're going to lose from Graham Potter? Like, m- m- what we miss the most with the absence I'll of Graham Potter? And, and Ryan, you go first. Go on. Um, I think the biggest thing you're going to miss is the tactical genius and the ability to change it when we need to. So well, I said this earlier to Alex Goldberg. Shout out Alex, actually, and I said that we went through a period around January to February, and this is what I fear for Chelsea. If they have a period of January to February, they could even just sack the guy because they wouldn't take it. Um, but if you know, when we went through that period, we had a sort of set thing that we were doing, and we had like um, I think we were playing about three at a time, and that sort of went a bit stale, and it was a bit like oh, well, you know, we need to change it up a little bit. Then we went really bold and a random time in March, we went to Arsenal, we went to Tottenham. We started playing this one at the back thing, allowed our sort of wide, wide attacking centre-backs to get forward a lot more. It then brought the best out of the midfield because it put the focus on our midfield. And that's what we've really seen in massive spike in before. And in the last six months, we've had this sort of midfield taking the game by the scruff of the neck for the past six months and no one's been able to deal with it. The energy of Caicedo, the balance in that midfield has been too good. And... That versatility to be able to say, do you know what? I'm going to go bold and change it completely and go for a back one. <laughs> and, it, you know, massive games at the Emirates at, at, at Tottenham. And to change it that quickly and to adapt to it and make it as that, some of the best running form that we've ever had in our history. You know, that's the, that's, that's the sort of thing we're going to miss. I'm not saying that no one can do that. I'm not saying that he's the only manager in the world that can do that. But he's the only manager at the moment in the Premier League that's been able to do it because no one's been able to beat him with it. We've been unbeaten so much for so long. Um, the only time we did get beaten in London was against Fulham and we changed that we went to a false nine and it didn't work so you know sometimes there's sometimes where he puts the wrong subs out the wrong things out and you know it's natural as a manager an overthinking manager like Graham Potter is he is going to try bold things but his ability to change it back the game after that defeat and win 5-2 that's the sort of thing we're going to miss to just to have that ability to change it and, and be able to come off better off every time is we're going to miss that a lot. And mm. um, Ben? Yeah. And then, I guess, yeah, on the pitch, totally agree with what Ryan said, it's 100% facts. Um, but then off the pitch, just the man management and the 
how he drills in that psycho that psychology. You know, he's such a clever guy. He really brings out the best in the players, like for their mental health and all their well being and that sort of thing. Not just on the pitch. Like we're gonna, they're gonna, the players will miss him a lot, and I think that 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 will be a massive, massive hole in the team and in the squad. Yeah. I was going to say that for me, for me, it's his man management. It's just the way he's able to control the changing room. He's able to control his emotions. Obviously, he's got a degree in uh, was it human intelligence or something along those lines. Got I think he's got like a PhD in that. Um, so yeah, as a, I think as a man manager and the way he, I think he's just really cool as well. Like any time he was under pressure, I remember Gemma when the boot when those well the apparent boos from like a hundred fans. Uh, even even that ten. interview where we saw <laughs> Not him, even that yeah yeah like ten ten, yeah ten fans. Yeah. But we even saw from that interview that you know he did he did have a little bite and he did have a little bit of a but for me that showed a bit of like okay cool like he's got you know he's not just that one of those managers that sort of will keep quiet and uh won't just you know just sit there and might say anything like it, it, it showed me a lot said at the time like we were like he's having too many bites at the fans and it always says to me that he's always had this ruthlessness in him and i remember when we signed him off swansea and the Swansea fans calling him a Judas, they're calling him a snake, and they were saying yeah. that he's, you know, he's dropped us right in it halfway through a project, he's left us, and saying that we should be guarded because it's exactly word for word, exactly the same. And fast forward three years, we've almost got exactly the same situation. Uh, it feels like to me, you know, as much as Graham Potter has been understanding and has been a very emotional character, at the same time, he's almost just doing anything he can to get right to the very top, and he'll step on whoever he needs to to do that and I think that this Chelsea move has proved that as much as I like the guy I think that ruthlessness you need it as a, as a top level coach 100%. and he's 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 got that because he really he, he's got that 100% <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. And and, and for me, like, that's the thing. I can't begrudge Grand Potter, and I, and I tweeted about it earlier. I can't begrudge Grand Potter. He's going to be on a massive salary. He's going to be working with a quality squad. He's going to be in the Champions League. He's going to be, um, you know, basically doing what any top manager, elite manager, would want to be in that, that position. I get it, 100%. There's, it's, it's just a, a no-brainer. However, for me, just the timing of it, that's what killed me the most. I think that's what really hurt, was just the timing of it all and how, what, six games into the season... We lose our best ever manager, and we're 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 sitting here thinking, "Fuck!" Like, what are we going to do next? Like, where where are the next steps? And and that brings uh, actually final before we get onto the managers and potential links. One uh, one memory, your your fondest memory under Graham Potter. Go, Ben. Um, yeah, probably that four 0 against Man United. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's just got to be that. Like, they're kind of epitomised how he's taken us and how far he's taken us, and just mm. the levels of what we've changed into. From the Chris Hewton era, from the really defensive, quite a difficult team to watch, <laughs> to <laughs> beating one of the most famous clubs in the world, 4-0, yeah. um, with Cristiano Ronaldo playing against you. I know he's a bit older now, but just, yeah, that epitomised what he'd done for us, I think. Yeah, amazing. And and Ryan, your, your most fond, it could, it could be a Potter moment or it could be a team moment, basically any time under Potter's reign. To be honest with you, then I'll, I'll, I'll just include the last six months from from March onwards. The best memories, the best away days, the best football I've seen played at the club. The last six months since he's brought in Caicedo, since he's gone to that sort of back one, if you like, it's just been absolutely mind blowing football. Uh, you know, at Chelsea, he's going to shine uh, as long as they give him the time, as long as the fans don't get on his back. But that's got to be the thing for me. I think just the the results in that time, the five two, the four nil against United. Uh, the, the results against Arsenal, you know, the Tottenham as well. Uh, there's just been too many good memories to to try and forget. But I think at the minute, I do want to just forget them and move on. Right. So uh, before I got rudely interrupted by awful Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, so I don't know how true this is, uh, but this guy, um, he has told me a fair bit and he always seems to get stuff right. Um, but I did see it tweeted, so I don't know how true it's going to be. Uh, Victor Pereira apparently likely to be our new manager. I don't think that it's mm. going to be the case. But um, is that the Corinthians really... guy or not? Uh, he's yeah, Corinthians. So. Yeah. I don't know too much about him to be honest. Um, but yeah, Victor Pereira. Yeah, yeah so I've been doing a lot of research on like, all the managers. He's basically he's he's been at clubs for like a season tops each. He's been at Porto, Fenerbahce, really? Munich, Shanghai, uh, Fenerbahce again, Corinthians. Um, and his win percentage rate is not great, to be honest with you. We're, like in the yeah. last three, yeah, he's, he's, the Corinthians he's got thirty nine percent, Fenerbahce forty four, and then Shanghai, which I mean, come on, I think anyone else could do all right, fifty eight percent. Shanghai. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it's not the best. That's um, the most random CV ever. 
I know, yeah, he's got a very, very odd CV. I, I personally, again, I, I don't know too much about him, but just sort of judging from what I've, I've seen, I, I don't think that'd be a very inspiring point. Before we um, go into the managers quickly, I just want to make a yeah, point. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. That's right. So I sat to meet you, Ron. What's that? <laughs> um, the reason why <laughs> it's more demoralising than, than being upset is because we've done everything by the book. We've got a great training ground. We've brought in youth players. We've done it properly. Had a good manager. Stuck by him through the hard times. Progressed through the league. Played lovely football. And even that is just not good enough. Because we just get picked up by the big six. Players, manager, technical directors. You can't do it. You can't yeah. actually do it by the book oh, anymore. Yeah. You, have to, you have to be bought like Newcastle have if you ever want to join the big boys. There's actually like... Yeah. There's a ceiling. And it's yeah, just no, so demoralising that you can't do it anymore. Money is that that powerful that it just will, will uh, change just everything. The top six are insanely powerful. The, the power of that top it's just, six yeah, it's, just, are, it's, it's undisputed. It's undisputed. For everything that we thought... Make you fall out of love with the game when you realise it. When you realise yeah. it, it's just like, what, what more can we do? We have to, we're going to have to be, we just need to be bought by billionaires then, that are going to be able to buy the league like Newcastle I, I, I going to and the other teams. I completely are. agree with you. I yeah, do. Exactly. I, and it's, it actually does make me feel a bit sick, the fact that, yeah, we can never get to, like, even if we get close and we're prodding away at the top six, no matter how close we get, we'll just get, yeah, we'll out, get outspent. I mean, that's you know, the thing, the, like, we've had our best ever start. Like, this start to the season under Potter has been absolutely unbelievable. And he's just jacked it all in for Chelsea. I yeah. mean, it's 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 crazy. But this, so this is this is the this is the point I'm trying to make is that you know it, it, then it got, boils down to ultimately Potter's like loyalty or where his values lie. It's like okay, cool, I can go and make X amount of money at Chelsea and fair play. Like like I said, there's so many pros to go in Chelsea, but then that's ultimately down to the people involved to be actually like right. What do I want to do? Do I want to sit out this project, which I can ultimately become a club legend at Brighton. I can potentially go and get Conference League football, or even maybe Europa League football, um, you know, and, and really cement my place as one of the best ever managers at Brighton, but then all, all potentially then go to Chelsea, all goes to shit, and I become just another stopgap or just another to like tick off on their CV of managers. Like, it's obviously a big risk, and he obviously backs himself, which is fair play. But I just, yeah, I just, that, to me, then it goes down to like, if there's anyone I thought would do it that would, you know, turn down Chelsea, it would be Potter. And the fact he's not he's not mm. done it, I'm like, is there actually anyone out there that will I thought we were gonna be that one team. I thought we were yeah. gonna be that one team that breaks the mould and do it properly yeah. and like work our way up yeah. and actually, you know, challenge for Europe every single year by doing it the right way and doing it by the books and not being I suppose blinded. Leicester I suppose Leicester had yeah, no, to that, an extent, that was like a mad anomaly, wouldn't it? That was like yeah. they surprised everyone by winning the league that year, and then they obviously that pushed them up. But that they, way, they've but done like, well since then, like like always getting to Europe, and well, most majority of the time getting to Europe, and they yeah. had quite a good t trajectory. Obviously, now yeah. they've fallen off a bit, and it looks like they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. But mm. they sort of they not nearly broke the mould. So to speak, well, that's because they've done it in so quickly. Like, no one thought yeah. they were going to do it that season, did they? That's which is why they've now got to where they are, and it's just it's just not going to happen, is it? Unless we get bought by billionaires unfortunately but that's the thing Ben like what's the what's the aims now because like there's no way you could yeah literally what is no where, where, where are we finishing there, this like, season like where where would you be happy finishing this season and this is why I didn't want to I don't know mate to be honest if we don't get relegated at, it's at up the in the air because we ain't got a manager uh, <laughs> I, I can only judge until we get any manager I don't know who that's going to be yet there's Victor Pereira then I'm a bit concerned because I don't know much about him it doesn't scream inspiring from what you just yeah. said Maz and I don't know well, Ryan, it's your lucky day. I've got a big, big old list for us, and I've done, I've done yeah, a bit of research it. into what each, each, each of them. So, so uh, okay, so we'll, we'll do by the, the bookies' favourites, and then we'll do a few that have been sort of touted around Twitter and etc. etc. So, top of the bookies' favourites is Kjetil Knutsen. Well, I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, Bodo Glimt yes. uh, in the Norwegian league. So he was actually uh, coach of the year three years running, 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, he's got a very good, very good uh, win rate. He's been at Bodo Glimp since 2018. Uh, he's won 106 games there out of 187 with a 56% uh, percentage wins. And he was the first team in history to score six times against Jose Mourinho uh, when they beat Roma 6-1 yeah, uh, in 2021. Crazy. So, I mean, to me, straight away off the bat, I, I really like the look of him. Like it's the same sort of mould as you know, playing in Scandinavia, Norway. Same as Potter, same built his built yeah. his way up. He's been there for four years, which shows loyalty. Like he ticks a lot of boxes, and he's you know he seems to be 
doing very well there for and the he's size managed of the a club. team that has two names just like us so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a fit there you go there you go it's, it's a bit written inside ryan what's your initial thoughts on uh old kettle um to be honest well first of all i've seen that brian owens now deleted his tweet but initially said that his coaching staff kettle's coaching staff um has said that he's not going to leave um bodo or whatever it was bodo uh, glimpse. so yeah, Bodo glimpsed. So, in that sense, I can't see it happening because if. But Brian's deleted his tweet, which is kind of strange. Maybe he's been told to delete it by the club because, you know, we've all had that before. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I would have liked him, uh, but it looks like it's not going to happen. There's no point even dreaming about it, is there? But he did mm. look very good, and, and from what I did look up this morning, he looked pretty much a bit similar to Potter. To be honest, mm. his, his story yeah. is is very very similar. Uh, plays very it's kind of it's Potter without the championship stint. Although mm. um, I think I think I imagine uh, what's his nut. Sorry, I forgot his name. Nutsman. His kind of oh, journey, Nutsons, in, yeah. Nutsman. His journey in the Europa League was kind of similar to Potter's. You know, Potter beating Arsenal, but Nutsman took them to the quarterfinals of the Europa League or Conference League. Sorry, beating Roma and Celtic. Like I watched yeah. all those legs, and they were so and, yeah, so good. He lost the Rangers, didn't he? Yeah, they were they were so good. I think it might be Ray. I'm not too sure. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they they are incredible. They're incredible to watch. They played unbelievable football, and it's perfect. And reading a lot about him today, he, I think he, I saw he has like a former like uh, military pilot that works with him, who's like a mental health coach for the players, wow. and it gets like yeah. mental. Yeah, they do like loads of men, mental sessions with him and things like that. And wow. it's very, very similar to Potter. Though. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think he he's I'll, a very modern manager and would be a perfect fit for us. I think. Yeah I, yeah, I really like the look of him. I would love him. But uh, as Ryan mentioned, he's playing in Europe at the moment. So it's like, would you swap European football for Brighton? I, I mean, I, I personally would. <laughs> I'm, I'm biased though. But, you know, I think that that's what's keeping him at Bodo Glimp. Well, he's been linked with, he was linked with Norwich when, obviously, I think when they were getting relegated and whatever. And now he's linked with Bournemouth since Scotty Parker's gone. Yeah, this is he his seems like one of those. Yeah. This is his best opportunity yet. And maybe similar to Potter you don't want to turn again, turn down this opportunity to get well play for a team or manage a team like Brighton I'd say a team yeah. like Brighton but yeah maybe this is his best opportunity to come to the Premier League because we'll let's be honest we'll if you're joining Bournemouth yeah. then you're just going straight back down with us yeah no, 100% um, and then next one Steve Cooper now I, I'll start this one I, I personally I don't have anything against him I just I, I just personally wouldn't want him uh, I don't know he's I, not I just, good but he's not he's good yeah. but he's not terrible like, yeah yeah like, yeah i think i think that's exactly it and his start to the season with forest has just kind of made me like him a lot less i respected well, him a bit more signed 20 well no not, no no not that well they've signed 24 players but they just haven't had the best start to the premier league so like he done well in the champ with them because i think when was it this time last year they were like third bottom or something like that in the oh champ yeah they, they had a really had bad a terrible mad start, turnaround yeah. so uh, credit yeah. to him there but i just don't know i think we should aim harder than steve cooper um, yeah, I don't know how right. far that we can go though. Okay, so our second uh, interruption of the day. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ryan we're in Toronto, man. man. We're, we're out here in a different. We're in Toronto, right. man. Big up Drake <laughs> and them, man. There. Um, Come on, so Drake. who we talk, so we talk about Steve Cooper? Oh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Thoughts on thoughts on Steve Cooper? Would you want him to? See, would you want to see him at Brighton? I like. Okay, I I wanted him when he was at Swansea, and then he went to Forest. He's done pretty good with Forest. It must be said, but. Swansea fans have said to me that he's nothing like Potter, as in he's a great manager, but he's not Potter. So mm. it's a downgrade, right? And, but then again, anything's a downgrade, pretty much. So that's what the problem is. So that, for that reason, I wouldn't mind him, but I couldn't see Forrest letting him go. Uh, but I wouldn't mind if we, if, say if we missed out on like our top three, he would be fine for a fourth option. Yeah, um, But that's probably like, that's probably how I'd see him. He's a good manager, but he's not going to, he might get us to Europe, maybe, but I couldn't see it as likely as, say, Potter would. Um, but, like, you know, he's all right. Uh, I agree. And he looks I drunk. Agree. And he looks drunk all the time. Yeah, and he looks permanently high. Uh, all <laughs> right, next one. This is, this, is one I've, this is one for the bookies, and also I've seen a lot online as well. Brendan Rogers. So, Ben, Brendan Rogers. Again, I, I'll kick us off. Now, hear me. Oh, go on. No, sorry. Oh, go, go, on, yeah. go on, Ben. Go, no, on, go, on, go no, on, go on. No, no, you go. You go. You go. Uh-huh. I, I personally wouldn't want it just because of what's happened recently with Leicester I just feel like 
at Solskjaer at this time, Celtic, great. He done really, really well. Um, you know, won, won trophies, etc., etc. Then came to Liverpool Leicester. Was he was pretty good. But then it Liverpool seems like was the good. Tides... He nearly won the league with Liverpool. So yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, well, Liverpool. Sorry, he went from Liverpool to Celtic, then Celtic to Le- Leicester. Um, yeah, uh, and you know, again, it's sort of it's similar to Steve Cooper. He's obviously a much better manager than Steve Cooper. But I still have the same feelings towards him. So it's like, it's like, okay, he'll do well, but. How well can he actually do? How far can he actually take us? And how much can we progress under Brendan Rodgers? My opinion, I don't think that much... I don't think he can take us... Is what's happened with Leicester, Leicester, has that tainted it? Yes, the, that, is that the only thing that's tainted yeah. it? Is that, is that not think... just because of the players he's got right now? And, no, you know, I think it's just time's ended He had, he had a great squad last season. What was, it, what was the excuses mm. then? I, I mean, you look around, right? I, I see, because I put, I put it on as well, as like Brendan Rodgers would be underwhelming. And some Brighton fans replied to me and they were like... Nah, he'll be he'll be good. Like he'll be good. Don't don't you got to trust the process? But I was thinking, how many of you guys surprised me right now? Saying trust the process, he'll be good. Said sacked in the morning at the Amex the other day when we yeah. beat them five two. Because I'd love to know. <laughs> because yeah, exactly. then then we'll reassess it. But no, nah, I, I, he'll be all right again. Last option, but I just, yeah. No, and no, no, and no, arguably, no. arguably, if you wanted to sort of compare the squads, arguably you could say Leicester have a better team than Brighton, but but. Potter's got Brighton playing much, much better. Because yeah. look, they've much got Jamie better. Brady up top. They've got Tielemans. As well. Madison. Like, um, yeah, I don't, so, I don't think Rodgers will be a good fit for us. I don't at all. Yeah. I don't, I'm just saying. No, like, I think this time's just taken. You know, yeah. Managers get sacked. Managers have bad spells. But I don't think that ends their career. Like, I think I think no, no, course, still, he's, he's obviously I'm, a still I'm very good manager. I just think he's going for a really bad time at the moment. Yeah, Tuchel's not shit just because he's of course, run. of course. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, I agree, I, with that. I, I, agree with that. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. However, I just feel like right now, right here, right now, as uh, Fatboy Slim would say, we do not need Brendan Rodgers. Um, I, I would, I'd, I'd want to see more of a, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd want to see more of like a, you know, uh, like a Nutson, for example. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah, Nutson looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks like right. Ne- next one, and this was actually one I'm actually really potentially excited about. Uh, and I would actually personally really like because I've seen cool. a few bits about him and uh, I've done a bit of digging as well. So Angie Postacoglu, who's at Celtic. Oh yeah, big Ange. Big well Ange. done so for saying that name first time, you know. Thanks. Fair mate. play. Postacoglu. Amazing. So yeah, Ryan, we'll start with you. I I, I really like him, but what what are your thoughts on him? On who, Ryan? Say um... his name. It's <laughs> <laughs> called Big Ange. Angie Postacoglu. Nice. I, I do you know what? Yes, but no. Just because, and the only reason I say no is people are going to call me crazy because he had a great start with Celtic. He scored a lot of goals. Um, my trouble is with with him is you saw Steven Gerrard at, at Rangers. Mm. I mean, you know, fantastic, fantastic manager at Rangers by far, one of the best managers Scotland has seen. And you know, the Rangers fans are saying he's absolutely fantastic. He's come to Villa, and. <sighs> He's not, he's just not but Ryan, well, Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you on this one because I, so Go this, on. I got this exact same thing. Um, so I'm in this like group chat um, for a podcast, like this other podcast thing, and uh, there's a Villa yeah. fan in there, and he said the exact same thing as you just said. He went, "Oh, look at Gerard. He went from you know winning things in in the SPL to now Villa's been shit." And I was like, "Okay." However, with Ange, Big Ange, he actually uh, managed Australia, the national team. And Did also, it? yeah, and and he actually won them a trophy. He was there for four years. Won them a trophy, the Asian Cup, which is like yeah. against Iran and South Korea and all these sort of big, big nations, not not just sort of tin pot teams. Um, and also was obviously uh, managed out in Japan and also managed in the A League as well in Australia. So I feel like the difference between him and Gerard is he's actually got a bit of a record prior to going to Celtic. Yeah. Whereas Gerard yeah, obviously had no, uh, well, under twenty one experience. At that, yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah, I, I, that, I wouldn't write him off. He's, he's by far one of the favourites, right? I think it's yeah, it's him, Nutson, and obviously for me, I want Potch. Um, or well, who, who else is up well. there? Yeah, we will uh, who, who in, terms, in terms of the bookies, the there's. There's Nathan bookies. Jones, Russell Martin. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Jones, Cooper, Rogers, Russell Martin, Bruno Saltor's on there, but we won't talk about him. Uh, yeah, they need to who, update that. Who? <laughs> who? Who knows? Uh, Russell Martin, Sean Deitch, um, and then Felice Mazu Fucking and Gerrard. We're who, finished, aren't we? Who, Our club is done. <laughs> We're actually so shit. Phil Neville's on that list as well. So wait until wait until you wait until you say Phil Neville, and then uh, we'll know our class finish. I was saying yesterday, I was like, imagine <laughs> imagine the scenes if Sean Dyche turns up to training and he's like, route mm, one to Sean route one Deitch. to Welbeck, <laughs> just punt oh. it up to Welbeck. Yeah, well, it somehow worked, didn't it? 
yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So Ange Postecoglou. So Ryan, you're a bit undecided. Ben, what, what do you think of Big Ange? Um, I really like him. Great character. Um, the Surtey fans love him, which means he must be a lovely bloke. Um, but <laughs> he's not ready for this level, I don't think yet. Interesting. We could okay. see we could see how he does against the other Champions League teams. Obviously, they played against Madrid. Uh, for the first half, they were incredible, actually, against Madrid. Really dominated them. Thought they were going to get at least a couple goals. But, yeah, I think we'll, we'll be good to see him get tested by some of the other clubs that he might be expected to get a result from because Real Madrid is obviously a big, big ass. But, yeah, I don't think yeah. he's ready for the Prem just yet. Like I think, he, mate, well, before he got the Celtic job, he had to get, like, a specific licence to be able to get. Yes, I heard about it. Which this. just shows how much of a small level he was all small level he was at before. Uh, it's mm. a bit crazy that they've. They applied for a new license so he could actually manage in the SPL and manage at the yeah. higher level. So, yeah, I just no, don't think true. he's ready yet. Yeah, look, I, I like him, but again, I, I do have my doubts. Of course, like mm. you know, is 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 Scotland a, a good litmus test? Maybe not. <laughs> so it's one it's one of them ones. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not convinced on him. Let's let's just put it that way. Uh, right, next one. So this is this is a this is a, this is an interesting one. Dominico Tedesco. Now I've seen his name. Um, Does that come so from Rice? He he just left RB Leipzig, um, and he's oh, been yeah. at Spartak Moscow, and he's been at Schalke as well uh, in the past. So again, just to give you a bit of background on him, he's pretty much not fallen below a 40, 45%, 50% win rate wherever he's been, whether that's the lot with Leipzig or Moscow or that's Schalke or Chelsea. Oh, yeah. the, Moscow, uh, the um, Leipzig guy. Yes, Dominic yeah. Tedesco. Any you. thoughts? Anyone know anything about him? Not Scooby. They, he, he, Not I'm Scooby. pretty sure they play like... <laughs> twice, but didn't he get sacked? Yes, he did get sacked, yes. Yeah. So, 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 he, he, so again... I, I don't want to have me down manager, to be honest. <laughs> no, but let's be real though. RP Leipzig. So he was in the Champions. He's with, sorry. He's with Europa. He got to the semi-finals last season with uh, Leipzig. Got lost to Rangers in the semis. Um, he won the DFB Pokal, which is the sort of equivalent of the FA Cup yeah, out FA there. Cup. Um, and he, yeah, he had a poor start to the season this season. Hence, and he lost four-one to Shakhtar. So they sacked him. So I don't know. Again, do we judge him? Based on this season, yeah. it's like a two call, like a yeah, you know, similar sort of vibes. Looking at this way, right? How how many times has Potter been sacked? Like I, I look at it as Potter. We need to set the bar really high because I think you know, people just look at it as we're Brighton, you know, trust it like that. But Potter was by far top four managers in the league for the last mm. two years, so we need to set the bar really high and. It's going to take that level of manager to get us playing how we have been, let alone improve. Do you know what I'm trying no, to say? I, I agree. However, also just a caveat, he's actually 36 years of age, which is super young. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, I, didn't know he, he, I didn't know he He's young. 36, which is mad. Um, he's actually okay, been managing yeah. since like, well, five years now. So when he was like 31, I'm assuming he must have just, you know, uh, I'm trying to find Early retired, Yeah, but he oh, might, might get him, might retired because of uh, things. But yeah, yeah 36 yeah, years of age. So that's still very early on, and and you know, maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not the right time for him. Maybe he needs a few, like, you know, a few more years elsewhere. Maybe just to build up, you know, get that experience built up. But yeah, his CV is pretty impressive for a 36 year old. To be honest with you, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll agree to we'll agree to uh, yeah. take him off our list, uh, Dominic Tedesco. Go back now, quickly. Next... One thing oh, we were saying, like I know we were saying, Angie, like it's. Is the SPL really good enough to be able to then come to the Prem? But I mean, we've we've been saying that we really like this Nutsman guy, but he's doing it in the he's doing that it in is Norwegian. True. Yeah, this is true. This Although is true. I just feel like it's still. I know some people might say, "Well, you said that, you said that," but I feel like I still feel like the Nutsman guy will be a better fit because let's not forget when we hired Potter. I think I'm pretty sure Paul Barber said he was like, um, "We even when Potter goes." We're not going to lose our philosophy. Like this is the club philosophy, so it's just about getting the manager that's going to or the right coach to come in and continue that philosophy. So it's not like we're going to hire some Route One football guy or completely change it. It will still be near enough the same, but just not probably at Potter's level, changing no, the formations great. every ten seconds and using twelve different formations and different tactics and that. But, yeah, no, that's, that's so a good that, point. Though. That's, that's yeah. a good point on the leagues. To be fair. Um, yes. I think we, we, we sometimes forget that and we, we like to bash the, the SPL yeah, as well just for bants uh, <laughs> um, right next one now this 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 one I, I, I could not be any more disappointed with or potentially um, Felice Mazu and I, and I just don't see it happening he's currently Felice Navidad 
Feliz, Feliz Mazu. He was at um, USG last season. He won. He obviously done really well with them last uh, season. Yeah. And yeah. he's yeah. just he's just joined Anderlecht now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just joined Anderlecht. So for me, that's a big sort of no already because he why would he want to leave straight away after being in a role maybe a couple of months? Um, and is he got the pedigree, boys? What what do we think of Felice Mazu? Go on, Ryan, you take it. I don't know. The thing is, like, yeah, he did well at Adelaide, sorry, at USG, but then he's at Adelaide now. He's just signed for Adelaide, so why did he leave straight away? Yeah, I don't know. That no, looked exactly. bad on him. Um, it wouldn't look great on his TV, uh, loyalty-wise. And we don't need another manager that's going to ditch us at the first attempt, to be honest. So I'd probably say no. Um, yeah, agreed. But then again, I don't know. I feel like the, the select view of who we would say yes to, it is a select view, isn't it? It really is a short Shortlist, mm. but quite literally. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Oh, yeah, we can all agree uh, he, he can go away. And then final one. Uh. Well, as in from from there's a few others actually, but the one from like you from Belgium. Uh. Carol Gerard. Uh. Who's a current manager at Union SG. So. Uh, no, the blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the blonde guy. Yeah. We know why he's been linked because obviously Tony Bloom owns USG. He's yeah. probably thinking. <laughs> Can we get him in on a cheap? Can we get him in straight away? Uh, so, Carol Gerrard, he's, he's literally, it's his first job in management, uh, USG, this season, uh, which is quite worrying. But he, I've seen him linked, which is quite worrying, to be honest, because I don't know how I'd feel about a USG manager who's just got in the job, quite literally, um, and he's got no prior experience, as, apart from being a player. Uh, that would worry me a little bit. Um, I don't yeah. know how that would go down. So, no, I think we really can all too. safely assume... Uh, he's not gonna. We don't want him. So okay. Yeah. So a few other names. Uh, Nathan Jones at Luton. That could be an not interesting one. Obviously, X Brighton. Like Merchant. Like the idea. X Brighton as well. That, you know, he's got the links already to us. Um, yeah. What, what, what do we reckon, Ryan? Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> I agree. To be honest, but go on. Explain why. Passion Merchant. Look, he did well in his couple of games with us. <laughs> Fulham and Reading, that. right? I love that. Term. Two two yeah. amazing games. We'll always remember. Always remember Fulham away. Came in. You know, we, we won 2-1 that day. It was a great day. But long-term, I don't know. He, I mean, he made that move to Stoke and quickly got fired. Wasn't very good. Came back to Luton. Done well at Luton, to be fair. Very well at Luton. But yeah. is he a Luton man? And, and, and no more, I don't know. He's got he's got a League One at his disposal, a League One team at his disposal and has done well with it. Yeah. But I, no, I, I, still, I still don't know. I, I don't, I'm not doubting him as a guy. I'm sure he's a great... Great. He is a great guy, right? He's proven that in the past at the club, but he just doesn't. He's not going to get us to that next level, is he? Or, or even continue the similar wavelengths to Potter, is he? No, hundred um, percent. And then, and then, Brian, this is a this is one you you mentioned, uh, Pochettino. Now he's sixteen to one. Pochettino. He's behind about. He's behind about 12 people in, in the bookies list. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino, obviously, we all know his time at Spurs was, was brilliant. Obviously, he went to PSG. Didn't really work out as probably as, as he'd hoped. Um, didn't really... Too many yeah. egos at PSG, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuff to deal with. Do, do you think that's a good thing then? Brian, obviously, he's got... He's very sort of similar to... No, 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 no. Let me take that back. It's got a, few, a little bit of was very good, but wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Southampton's a great example. Very similar to what we're like now. Do you think that very could go really name. well with, with Poch? Yeah, I think Poch is the dream. Like, the, he's the one that you'd want the most. I, don't, I, that, yeah. I just don't see that happening. That would be a massive statement, wouldn't it? If we sign Poch, it's, it's, it's the, the one that like, is the one. Uh, it wouldn't happen. Just, just because I couldn't see him taking. Like, the he was drop, managing but... Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe like a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. he's, like, now he's got Welbeck in March. Well, it's a <laughs> big step down. Yeah. It's a big step down. Like we have it's, to appreciate yeah. what we are. Right, we're Brighton. Mm. We talk about egos. So, like I don't think like a manager that's done that well having an ego. I don't think he'd yeah, make the drop down. Yeah, I'd be really surprised. Not like, fair play to him if he does. But yeah, I cannot. Although I'd absolutely love it. Well, would you, would you take it for a season? Like if he just went right, I'm coming for one season. Would you take no, it, or no, would you no. want him longer? No, I'd want. Well, no, would I take him? No, yeah, he he'd have to be more longer term, wouldn't he? Surely, I'd, and also, yeah, we'd need him long Potch term. Is, like, yeah, yeah, Potch isn't gonna Potch isn't gonna just come in for a year, is he? Let's be the honest, one good gonna... thing that that is a bit of a, a synergy between Potch and Brighton is that he likes sort of building players that may not have as much of an ego. I mean, look what he did with Tottenham; he did it more like building building players up, building up young players. Uh, did it at Southampton as well, building up young players. Whereas when he went to PSG, he almost had too much money and too much talent to deal with. And it was almost a bit too overwhelming for him. I do worry that it could be a similar 
impact on Potter at Chelsea. You know, he's almost all, all of a sudden got everything he's ever asked for. And sometimes it's not always greener. Um, and that's almost a bit like Potch, really. Uh, big fish yeah. in a small pond, maybe, is the right term. 100%. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that's... So, okay, so out of all the people we've discussed then, if you could pick your, your, your three, top three shortlist... Ryan, start us off. Who's your bad, top three? Um, I can't even fill a three. <laughs> all right, all right. Just give me give me your top two then, or one, or whatever. I saw that on. Bab said about Gallardo from River Plate. Uh, and he, like, I did a bit of research on him, and he looks like unbelievable. But apparently it's so incredibly unlikely. Um, and a lot of people were saying he's almost an upgrade. And I actually had um, some cloud reply to me. So I shouldn't say cloud, that's a bit harsh. But someone say, you ever watched the River Plate game, Ryan? Um, obviously not. But <laughs> well, I've you haven't. A lot of... Surely everyone does. I should probably send them in. No, I've joking. probably sent a couple actually. That, when um, when Alexis played there, but um, but other than that, no. But the, the, my whole point of it is is um, once you do a little bit of background research on these guys, I mean, realistically, apart from Arsenal, have you ever seen an Ostersund game? No. So, <laughs> yeah, bit of background research. Gallardo does look good. Yeah, um, on Gallardo, he's been there for what eight well, years now? Oh, sorry, yeah. six years. I think he's been there eight years. Yeah, he's been there for um, ages. He's been there well, for a long time. Been. So, like, yeah. I don't know. It's a big switch as well from Argentinian football to Premier League. Like, I don't know if he's been there for eight Might years. Might keep Alexis at the club though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Will he make? Would he? I don't know because I can always see those kind of managers. They go to like a, uh, they go to like a Benfica or do you know what I mean they go to some exotic first. Build it, apply their trade in Europe, in like yeah, Portugal or Spain or somewhere like that. Because especially from South America, the transition to straight going from like straight South America to, to England is not the easiest. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. So that'd be my biggest sort of yeah, sort of red flag for Gallardo is um, would he even want to come to England? Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. He'd probably want to go to Spain, Portugal, mm. Italy, uh, and then sort of build his profile up there. That would be my only. Uh, Thing. So my number one will be I want nutball. I want nutball at the Amex. <laughs> love <laughs> it, Ryan. Give give us your top three or or just your top one. Who okay, would you love three. us to to to? Have? Uh, in, in no order, because to be honest, I'll take any of them. Uh, yeah. I will. I think okay. Number one is Poch. He's the one. He's the dream. But it's not going to happen. But he's the dream. Yeah. Are we doing realistic in dreams? <laughs> what, what are well, we Gallardo's been Gallardo's been actually talked about. Fabrizio said it. Okay. Uh, uh, apparently we'll give, give you Gallardo yeah talked about give it Gallardo um, to the end of the season <laughs> and I'd say Nutson it's probably Nutson that Nutson so Nutson yeah I'd say him but it doesn't look likely either but I'd say that's your top three not that nice. any of them are going to happen it's probably going to be that yeah. Pereira guy that I don't know anything about yeah mate yeah. if we get no, Pereira mate he's had Vegas, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 11, 12, 13 he's had like 13 clubs in the last 10 years like it's fucking what? mental or like 10, 15 years. Um, right. Uh, okay. My top three. Uh, my number one choice would be Nutson. Kietel Nutson. Uh, my second would be Angie Postacoglu. Uh, and my oh, yeah. third would Not be... Uh, who have we spoken about? Uh, let's go Bielsa. No, I'm joking. Not Bielsa. Do you know what? Okay. I'm going to throw one out here. This is really random. And, I, and I, it's never going to happen because they're doing really well. But Thomas Frank. I, I wouldn't mind having Thomas Frank. You know. Too cool. Uh too cool. <laughs> too cool. Too cool as well. No, but Thomas, Thomas Frank. So I, I know it's not realistic, but because I don't, I don't see him leaving Brentford. Even though we're, we're probably, he's untouchable at Brentford, isn't he? Yeah, I just don't think I can never see it. But I, I wouldn't mind Thomas Frank, at Brighton. Yeah, you know? he's yeah. playing some good football yeah. with them at the moment. But yeah, yeah uh, so my, my final third one, I'll just go with just for banter, Pochettino, just for bants. Why not? Maurizio uh, Pochettino. Yeah, I've been happy. Not, We've tried. I've tried being happy this whole podcast, but it's just hit me of how finished we are. Like reading those notes. Finished. Have you, if we, from an outside perspective, we've just gone. Yeah, all of us have said our number one is a bloke that manages Bodo Glimt in the Norwegian yeah, league. But, yeah, but Ben, you said that. You put, people probably said that about Graham Potter when he first joined Swansea. Sure, so. but we struck gold with him. Like it's very rare that that will happen again. But okay, I'm just saying, like, okay, well, why can't it happen this again? Is how, this, this, this is how this is how bad situation I, we are right now. We're all saying <laughs> yes. We want ben a guy who's nutsman to take yeah, over. Okay, Ben. Want... One thing. One thing I will ask you though. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing I'll ask you is. So we've obviously seen a lot go go to shit in the last sort of three to four months in terms of people leaving, you know, really influential people. <laughs> so we've seen twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, the last twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than twelve months, oh, the last twelve hours. No, so we've seen yeah, we've seen obviously 
you know, um, Ashworth leave. We've seen uh, Potter leave. We've lo- we've seen a lot of people, influential left. players, Kukurea, Basuma. You know, a lot of people on the pitch as well. And we've come back from it. We're fourth in the league. So why can't we do it again? That's my question. We can. Okay. We can. So why, and I what, trust why you, that. Why are you so negative? But- no, but we just got it is well because it's just been a really, really tough like twenty four yeah, hours. It has, it has. It has I, I agree. I did want to cry. But like, it's just like the fact that we've got looking at the list of managers linked. You know where we are in the league. We're fourth in the league. I know it's only six games in the season. You just think there'll be a bit more promise than what we've got. And, and yeah. but then again, what manager is looking at Brighton, licking their lips? You've got, and again, I say it. We've got Danny Wel- Welbeck up front and a bloke that we got from a German team in the in the German league as the two strikers. And like, if you're not a manager with confidence, Belgian that can... Belgian what did I say? Sorry. Like Belgian, you said German. Oh, sorry, Belgian league, yeah. Uh, what manager's going to look at that and go, yes, that's a bit of me. I want a, I want Danny Wilbur up front. I, know, I want Pascal Gross. Yeah, but Ben... I, mean, ben, I know they've ben, been unbelievable, but... The I, don't, way, I, like... I don't know. I don't think a manager's going to lick their lips because we've got to wait till January until they're going to actually sign a player. That's the that's the trouble. It's happened at the wrong time. Yeah, the and that, that's the only bit of bitterness I have towards Potter is the time, because yeah. if this happened it, literally two weeks ago, it would be more yeah. acceptable. 100%. And it's just the the day it's fallen on is just wrong. It's really wrong. Uh, that's uh, that's the problem, and that's going to be the struggle. But I, I don't think Ben. I think you're going on the wrong place, mate. Because I think that to to go down and say you know everything's going to be bad and finished and. You know, it, it's not it's not going to happen. Like we, we no, are. I, be I don't okay. think we're going to get relegated. I don't. I think we will be all right. It's just yeah. It's blue. I, 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 just, I get your frustrations blue. though, Ben. I do. Yeah, get we still got blue with Barber, and I think that'll be a pull for some managers. But I'm just trying to think of what the pool is at Brighton. I mean, it's yeah. I guess having a really really good chairman that backs you and loves the football club, and they're not just a bloke wow. behind the scenes does, and throws money in it. Does he? That's what you? I get. <laughs> Okay, I, I yeah, think that, 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 that of, might have been Potter's one of Potter's frustrations is that no sorry he doesn't back them doesn't back them in the, in the back them the money but he backs them in loyalty like like we oh, said we went yeah, yeah, yeah. fourteen games without a win then we lost six on the bounce and both those times we stuck by him and so did Bloom Bloom, Bloom could have pulled the rug and sacked him on the spot but like he didn't yeah. it's kind of that so it's yeah a loyal no, that's, chairman that's that, annoying it's we a loyal chairman that him. you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get you're gonna work for a loyal chairman what else. What else would a you know you're going Especially to work, going to work pod, in a lovely though. city? What else? Like, what else? What's the pool? Look back on our 2021 podcast, all the way from about December 2020, all the way till was it like March 2021, when when Potter had that really like tough period, and we backed him the whole way through. Yeah, and he's left us for Chelsea after the transfer window shut, and now we've got egg on our faces, looking like idiots. Hope, gets really releg- hope Chelsea get relegated, mate. <laughs> mate, that's going to be a hope tasty really- one when they come to the Amex or we go to the bridge. Bloody yeah, hell! Yeah, it's going to be oh, mental. Yeah. And also Bruno that's as well. Like Bruno, become a diver. I, I didn't like. I didn't like the. I didn't like that. I didn't like the. Like Potter, cool, no. calm. But Bruno, like, it sits on, wrong, mate. doesn't it? Yeah, it Bruno, wrong. mate. Just sort of I, I just can't believe Billy Reid is going to be the assistant coach at Chelsea Football Club. <laughs> Champions okay, League. That's they won the Champions League Dream, two seasons dreams ago. Dreams do come ago. true, kids. Keep keep working Billy hard. Reed. <laughs> keep <laughs> working hard. the cafe in Hove <laughs> on the Brighton Marathon day. He was sat outside having a having a full English. Like that bloke, that guy. Like, well, I listen, love him to bits. It's just funny that he's going to be well, listen, boys, sitting in the Chelsea dugout. We could go. We could go on about this all day, and I'm sure oh, we yeah, easily could. And it's, it's been a very frustrating and you know uh, turbulent twelve hours uh, since Tuchel got sacked and and Potter's left. But yeah, we're, we're, we're here. We're here. Like. We'll obviously. Mate, I'm five hours more. behind, and I looked at it this morning. The first thing as I did as I woke up, and I saw that people were tweeting that Potter was gone. I was like, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and I was about half seven this morning. Crazy. Yeah. It's so funny, not you know, fun. when there's like the videos of him coming back to the training ground. He's like, he's come back. He's not leaving. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, he's just, <laughs> just saying say goodbye, goodbye to the players and yeah. staff guys. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Oh, um, okay. Right, boys, so listen, it's been a, it's been a weird pod. Obviously, first, I think it's just the first. Oh, yeah, this is the first uh, official sacking podcast we've done in terms of. Yeah, Brian and you know what? what? This first is the hundredth episode. This is our hundredth no, episode, and it's uh, talking about Potter being sacked. Sacked. Uh, classic, <laughs> sorry, he's not classic. sacked. Leaving us. Leaving. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, classic. Classic. Oh, well, listen. Oh. Look, uh, as per what usual, thank you so much, everyone tuning in. Uh, hit that like. Please hit that like and comment button uh, and yeah, subscribe please. because we we really need it right now. We really need it right now. I really and if you send me any any 
thing on Twitter, I am going to block you without hesitation. Because <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. be done. I can't be done with it today. Look, hundred percent. And then comments down below. Let's go this week. Let's go. Um, uh, thanks, thanks, Potter. R.I.P. Queenie. No, no. Let's do. The, let's do thanks, thanks, the thanks for all the memories, Potter. No, thank. Thanks for all the memories, Potter. Let's go with that. Because look, thank let, you, thank let's you, be Potter. real. Like as much as it hurt. He's been a fantastic manager. Let's just, you know, he has been incredible for us. Yeah. So well, let's give him credit. Thank and credit you, to Potter. You. So thank oh, you, yeah. Potter. Put that yeah. in the comments. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, no, cool. Uh, Ryan, enjoy Toronto. Uh, and we'll see you when you're back. No, but January, whilst recording this, I don't know if people will know, but we literally, like seven minutes ago, it was tweeted that the Queen passed away. So that, well, that's oh. the day. This is the time that we're actually filming. It's official now. Rest in so, peace, yeah. Queen. Rest in, rest rest in, in peace, peace, Queen. queen. Yeah. What a servant to the country. Right. Okay, cool, lads. On that note. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird, weird. What a weird day. 100 yeah. episodes, though. That's, that's what class. What a weird day. Strange 8th day. of September 2022. I'm going to remember this day for a while. Yeah, Not for good yeah. reasons. Yeah. And I remember where right. I was when all this stuff happened as well. Yeah, Toronto. Views from CN Tower. Right, peace, boys. Peace.